From WebmasterRadio.fm, the official radio network of the PRSA, welcome to PRSA Primetime, featuring exclusive news, highlights, and interviews. Reporting on location from the PRSA trade show floor, here is your host. It's Maria Retan at Webmaster Radio, and I'm reporting from the PRSA International Conference in beautiful San Diego. And joining me right now is Michael Smith, CEO and founder of Michael Smith Public Affairs. Welcome. Thank you, Maria. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, really thrilled to have you. You know, you and I talked maybe a month or so ago um, leading up to this conference about what was going to be, I'm sure at the time, and I apparently was right, a really bang up session on Obama. In fact, the session that you just spearheaded this morning was called Barack Obama, a case study in public affairs and the citizens campaign. And this is something you know more than a little about. In fact, you were with the campaign um, when its historic victory happened and all of it because of really what became an engagement of just your average Joe and Jane out there. Um, so you were sharing some of the secrets with, with the group today. Can you just give us some insight on what you talked about? Well, you just talked about it yourself. <laughs> Engagement. You'll do a much, much better job than I will. Engagement. Uh, yeah. Engaging your base. Finding a way to have the community uh, take your message and run with it. I mean, in this case, change was a big message. Yes, we can became a huge message. And then fired up, ready to go became kind of a slogan for everybody. Uh, this was about people taking it personally, people wanting to advance Obama's campaign. What I tried to do today was to talk about how we can take that information on social media, on viral marketing, on fundraising, and use that in our daily jobs in public relations and public affairs. So I was lucky to get about 80 people at my session, uh, mid-managers, senior people, and some uh, younger staff who probably already know a lot of this, mm -hmm. and to uh, go through some of what happened over the course of the campaign when I was in Iowa, Texas, and Virginia, uh, and lessons learned. And one of the most powerful lessons I learned, and maybe we shared this on our last uh, webcast together, but uh, was that I had been doing a lot of things wrong, incorrectly. Uh, you're a great interviewer, and uh, often we try to develop a rapport, I might say, hey, I know Minneapolis, or hey, I worked in Chicago for 10 years. And I learned from Obama that it's not about you. It's about the voter. It's about their interests and where they're, and who do they know. If they're a labor union chief, they have 200 uh, automobile workers. If they're a preacher, they have 1,000 people in the parish. And so getting scale and getting up to those higher-level influencers, which we talk about in PR, was really an important part of this campaign. So I learned to kind of put my uh, side of the story on second gear and really learn from the person who they could direct me to to build a larger community. Well, and really what happened was Obama took a page from, you know, uh, the Facebook co-founder that he had on his staff. Even at the time, I don't think he really understood the power of what he had, and it took a while to, to really get that engine going. But once it got going, as you said, it really just just massed up pretty quickly. A lot of companies now are trying to emulate that same success and doing it, though, for profit. Do you think that's possible? Do you think that we can capture lightning twice? I do. I think you can capture it if you can capture the imagination and allow the community to really rule. You know, Craig Newmark was our keynoter last year at PRSA, and he was my client for the last uh, 18 months or so. And he's all about flattening um, communities, using the uh, power of the web to let people have a voice, and that everybody has an equal vote in some ways on the Internet. I think that um, Obama's team, as you said, 85% of first-time voters went Obama. 
most of the technology, 95% of the technology community was supportive of Obama, like Craig, like Reed Hoffman, like so many others, uh, Eric Schmidt. And so they were bringing all their technology to bear on electing this candidate. And so it became very, uh, I guess, self-fulfilling in a lot of ways. But I think for companies, for associations, for universities, and for PR agencies, what we have to understand is it's not top-down PR anymore. It's not three core messages. The CEO gets media trained. We trot them out there. We go on a couple of talk shows. And uh, we get to the New York Times and we push down these messages that we've invented and we want. Again, it's not about us. So it's what is the audience wanting to see. Maybe you're blogging. Maybe your CEO is taking questions over the Internet. Uh, hopefully there's some video blogs going up. Uh, certainly tweeting and, and having URLs associated with those tweets that people can refer to if they want more information. But it's a very egalitarian, democratic world we're in now. Small d. And uh, we have to be willing to rise to that and to understand it. Uh, catching lightning twice uh, in terms of political campaign, I suspect everyone's going to take a page from it for next year, for yeah. midterms. Yeah. You know, as I think about that campaign, I think about the fact that um, this virtual community actually, though, became reality once Obama got into the state, right? You know, when he, when he was um, going from state to state, I mean, there were crowds upon crowds and masses upon masses. How much, though, do you think... Do we still need to rely on the face-to-face, -face, the personal touch? I mean, I know viral is kind of where it's at, but do you think it's still important to be really personal? I really do think so. Uh, public relations is about touching the public, and I'm still a big believer in media tours and speeches and advance uh, for a, a CEO. I think that um, traditional media drives new media. So if you're on CNN or you're on a broadcast station or you're in the New York Times and you refer to a blogger or a link or a site, that's what's getting a lot of the uh, attention to your and traffic to your site. So, you know, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. Other people have to find you or, or learn about you or become friends with you on Facebook in order to promulgate your message. Uh, so I think that that is how it's going to work and we still encourage our CEOs to get out there and meet these reporters and in my firm Mike Smith PAA we don't kind of keep those media relationships tight to the vest first of all you can't but secondly I want my CEO to have an ongoing relationship if that reporter wants to be on background or able to call uh, more privately to get some uh, side information I want them to do that certainly hopefully they'll play it back to me and let me know what happened but I don't have to be this intermediary anymore the other thing you talked about is, is crowds and crowdsourcing and the kind of these meetups on steroids that were going on. Uh, in Iowa, we were lucky to get 500 to 700 people, mostly college kids in Iowa City, maybe a union hall. By the time we got to Texas, and I think I told you this before, we had 30,000 people yeah. in Dallas uh, at this huge re arena and standing room only and folks outside. And then at the end of the campaign, uh, November 2nd and 3rd before the election, Obama was in my state in Virginia and he had 95,000 people at a fairgrounds and it was like Woodstock. So how do you go from 500 to 30,000 to 95,000? Right. We have to learn that. We have to understand that. As PR practitioners, we're now at the table with CEOs. We're now talking to CFOs and HR and legal in a different way. Um, they want to know how this works. They want to know how they should be engaged. And we're reporting on how our brand is being treated in the blogosphere. And so I think for the first time, we as PR people can push our own media and disintermediate traditional media. And second, we can have a voice with our C-level execs because they really need our help. Yeah, they do now more than ever. And it's so exciting, isn't it, to be in the profession right now, being able to create this kind of change with 
literally masses and masses of people. It's really true, and I'm very proud of folks like you and I, who are mid-career professionals, who are engaged and are changing and are adopting. Uh, we could have just stayed the course and said, you know, I'm still going to do press releases, I'm still going to do speeches and, yeah. and kind of specialize in old traditional media, but to be changing just after 27 years has reinvigorated my life and made me more excited about PR than ever before. Yeah, well, thank you so much for joining me today. Michael Smith of Michael Smith Public Affairs. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to exclusive coverage of the annual Public Relations Society of America's International Conference, only on webmasterradio.fm.